What's up, babies? We're back. We're better. We're doing it live again. Back-to-back weeks. We're going to try our best to stay on the schedule. Um, second episode, we're doing this on uh, on live. If y'all want to watch it live, it's Thursdays. Um, we, try to, we try to start around 4, 4.30-ish. We started a little late the first time, but this is the appropriate time we usually start around. Um, between 4 and 4.30 p.m. Central. So uh, y'all check us out. Follow us on Twitch. Follow us on uh, on Facebook as well. Or it's actually follow me on Twitch and Facebook. We don't have a BDE radio channel yet. But um, thank you guys for joining us. Episode 79 of the podcast this is BDE radio. And um, we got a good one in store, man. We're so close to uh, to the football season, and we're just extremely fired up about it. We got hot takes. We got picks. Um, we got what's going on around in the league. Um, we got a lot of good things in store for us here, but um, this is BD, BD Radio, like I said, with your uh, co-host Cam, and alongside me, as always, Ryan, a.k.a. Groobs, a.k.a. The Goat. How are you, brother? Doing good. I To actually say something to you, uh, okay. I actually do think I created a Twitch page for BD Radio. Did you? I think I did for Stop. the uh, store. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So I think we do have a Twitch. I I think we do. Oh, dude. Okay. Well, then after the stream, we'll you're gonna send that to me, and I'm gonna log into that. Sounds good. Perfect. So, um, yo, tell them what we got in store going on this week. So we're gonna talk a little bit about the preseason last week, um, NFL wise, just because we had some of the games that took off and did their thing. Um, We're gonna talk a little MLB. We're gonna do a little bit of this Jake Paul fight that's happening this Sunday which is a weird time to have a fight if we're, if I'm giving my opinion, why do it on Sunday? Um, and then we're also going to talk about week zero. I mean, this is the first week of college football, which is, I mean, week zero, it's a little weird, yeah. but from here on out, there's football on Saturdays. So let's get it together. We're going to look at some lines, look at some stuff and give our recommendations to those of you that can legally sports gamble. No doubt. Yo, because we personally will not be doing it because we can't. That's right. It's all hypothetical. But listen, we're gonna we're gonna have an Excel spreadsheet the whole night. We we're gonna give you guys like we're gonna year. give you the picks every week and we're gonna tally it up. I wish I had Excel so I could do it because I got I mean, I got the columns and stuff. I do Excel spreadsheets. How all do you the not time. have an Excel? Uh I just don't pay for Microsoft Office. <laughs> bottom line. Well I just, just ma- how about this? You make me a template? Okay. On your work computer, and then you send it to me, and then I can just keep up with it. Ooh, yeah, I will do that in the morning. Let's do that. I'll do that in the morning, and we will have one uh, filled out. If you guys want to join us, let us know, and uh, you can be a part of that as well weekly. Um, and we'll say, may the best men win, Dick. Let's see who's the better of the two at, you know. Exactly, dude. Picking exactly. some games. So let's um let's dive into the NFL, dude. Um, NFL, we got a lot of weird things going on. We got preseason going on, and now we got some weird COVID protocol violations happening amongst a few guys. Um, not a ton, but a few. Um, and they came out publicly and then posted the letter. Literally, they posted the letter on Twitter, and um, the letter kind of treats them like a seventh grader. It's pretty bizarre. But, Just um, because they weren't wearing masks, and we're referring yeah. to Cole Beasley and Isaiah Thomas of the Bills, um, mm. they got fined close a little over fourteen thousand um, dollars. I mean, to them, that's chump change, of course. I mean, to us, fourteen thousand dollars would be fucking great, but for them, it's a drop in the bucket. Uh, but the main thing is, they can if they have another violation of their COVID protocols, which 
I don't. I believe this is the NFL's protocols about the mask and all that stuff. Um, but apparently, Colby easily says he was wearing a mask around the trainer that tested positive, even though, and he's now testing negative, but he still can't participate for some unknown reason to me. Um, but yeah, here we are with that. And so the main thing about this, if him and Isaiah joystick Isaiah McKenzie get popped for another COVID violation, they can be suspended for four games or withheld uh, pretty much one game check, one week's salary. Wild. Wild. It's a bold move. Um, To be honest with you, I think the NFL is going to have a tough time just like last year. I think guys are going to be sitting out just like they did last year because they didn't prepare for breakthrough cases through the vaccine. And you're seeing it now. Um, I think Ryan Tannehill is out for five to 10 days because he just tested positive and he's fully vaccinated. I think um, my, I guess my question about the entire situation relative to the vaccines in general is who is the vaccine protecting? Is it protecting the people that are, the people that are surrounded, the people that are surrounding the people that are getting vaccinated or is it the vaccinated? You know what I'm saying? So like, because if we're worried about the unvaccinated, people that are unvaccinated obviously aren't worried about it. So what? What's the big deal? But if we're worried about the vaccinated, then why are they getting vaccinated in the first place? That's that's where I'm at. Um, that's that's the reason the mandate's kind of bizarre to me. Um, you see people getting vaccinated and then they're getting they're getting positive tested as well. I understand that the effects the the effects and symptoms of the of COVID. The virus itself are far less significant, apparently, uh, when you are vaccinated. But also, we're talking about apex athletes. We're talking about the ad- the most athletic of the athletes. Um, so the odds of them getting real bad are pretty pretty low. I mean, it, obviously, there's an anomaly and it happens, but it'd be different if we were we were doing we were doing it for some kind of weird reality show where there's there's a bunch of people that are overweight on the show. And and they don't want them to get sick because they're already immunocompromised. That would make sense. But we're yeah. talking about literally the most healthy of the health, you know? Excluding Vince Wilfork, they're gonna be fine. You know? Well he's he's retired, so we're okay My, there. Exactly. You know, excluding the big boy the big one techniques, I just feel like the guys in the NFL, the big, the professional athletes, they're gonna be A okay if they get COVID. Odds Can you say they, that? Those guys are probably in better shape than two of us combined oh dude they're incredible they're in incredible shape i've already had uh i've already had covid and i felt terrible for a day and a half and i was like okay we're good that's that's how i felt and i'm a normal dude I'm a normal normal health fella you know maybe slightly unhealthy if we're if, relative to my standard if we're gonna so, if we're gonna rel- be honest here. yeah relative to my standard probably relatively unhealthy but um i don't know it's just you hate to see it um, it's going to be an interesting year for fantasy, especially. I know. I was actually having this conversation with our, because you got, you got him in three leagues this year. Yours, or I guess ours, a college one, and then another group. And I, I asked the question, are we doing a COVID slot this year like we did last year, which is essentially just another IR spot. Instead of having one, you have two. Uh-huh. So, uh, and you're... That is something to think about. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to have, guy, like, say you have Tannehill and he's out, for two weeks, what do you do? You know, you got to put him on the IR, obviously. I don't, I don't, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't. 
But also, Can't this is one of those questions here. Do you draft guys that you know who are unvaccinated that have came out and publicly said they aren't vaccinated? Right. Do you take that risk? Right. I, I don't know. I don't man. know. It's going to be interesting. I'm just uh, – well, I'll tell you what, though. I am very excited about the football season. Um, oh, yeah. But I'm interested to see how uh, this COVID thing happens and how it pans out. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's going to be very interesting. Um, just because we're on this topic, uh, we can dive into some of the college football stuff, and then we'll re we'll come back to the uh, uh, NFL preseason stuff because I want to talk about that Patriots game we were talking about last week. Um, but let's talk about the college football world real quick. I mean, this affects us too. This is what we love, and it's right here at home and in the SEC. Uh, LSU just came out and said. All their fans in attendance have to be show state uh, is a negative test or a vaccination, and wear a mask to attend games. On the opposite end of the spectrum, my school, oh, live stream can't see it, but my school, the Bulldogs, came out and said it's going to be normal. Don't have to show vaccination cards. Don't have to wear a mask. Don't have to show a negative test. You want to come? Slam house. Let's do it. You know, hey, okay. You know? I love but it. One, yeah, but my thing is, is if you're worried about it, don't go. Exactly. I mean, this is what we've been saying for over a year now. It's if you want to go, go. If you're worried about it, but you still want to go, wear a mask then. I if mean, you, you really go, believe in masks, wear it. You get on the interstate every day, the vast majority of people, every day to go to work, you know it's highly unlikely that you get in a wreck that could end your life, but it is a possibility, and you do it every day anyway. So, I mean, what's the mortality rate on wrecks versus COVID? You know? I mean, it's definitely higher, obviously, but I don't know. It's just one of those things. If it's a, if you want to go, go. Want to wear a mask? Don't. You want to watch the game from home because you don't feel safe? Do it. Guess what? About every single SEC football game, by about, I mean, every single SEC football game is on TV. You know Auburn don't care, bro. Whole uh, Alabama guy, won't do it. I don't. I think LSU is the only one because they do have a. I would. They lean the left way. I would not be shocked if Alabama did it. If they did do it, I would not be shocked if they did do that. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked. Is there any laws prohibiting them doing that? Because I know, I think in Florida, I think Alabama just passed one too. No, you're right. Because there's some legal stuff in there. That's why yeah. Florida can't do anything. I, I'm pretty sure Georgia, we just don't want to because, I mean, Kemp's a Georgia Georgia guy, so he's not going to put it to where we have to do it. So, Right. I Plus, don't think, why uh, would you alienate? This is what I don't get. You're going to alienate so many people by doing this? Yeah. Because think about your fan base, like down in LSU. How many of those people do you think actually are vaccinated? I'm with you. And not you're going to you're gonna hurt your revenue. Granted, They'll, uh, this will give some of those people incentive to go get vaccinated, to go watch LSU play. Yeah, 100%. I just, um, I'm interested to see what happens, dude, because to me, it's just wild to think that we're still dealing with the same thing. And now we got a Delta variant that we can't even test for that apparently is a real thing. But even though we can't even indicate it, there's no indicators on tests if you have it. But somehow we know for sure that that's a variant out there. Um, that people are worried about and there's just a few things right now that are just kind of like what on earth can we do to just get back to reality 
You know? That's where I'm at. I don't know, man. But that's a good question for another day. <laughs> that's right. That is for sure. Um, on, to, uh, on to the actual... Let's get the bets at the very end. Let's do yeah, our bets yeah. at the end. That's how we on to the, do it. On to the big leagues. Let's do the big leagues. Do you want to do big leagues or do you want to talk preseason? Um, yeah, preseason. Let's finish. I, I got a question for you. Matt okay. Jones, they're fucked. Hey, That's what I was going to talk about. They're whipping up a, a, a hellfire storm about Matt Jones. This is what what's, I was going to talk about. What's your take on it? I mean, if the dude's doing what everybody's saying, he's chirping the defense. I mean, he lit up the Giants. He did. He lit them the hell up. Um, I mean, I don't think he's going to be the starter off rip. I, I just don't think he can do that. But if Cam's not going out there winning games, Mac will take over, especially if he's doing what I, I also just think that that offense, the Josh McDaniels offense works better around a pocket passer. It's yeah. just my personal belief on that. Yeah. hundred P. No doubt. I agree. Um, I, I don't hate the idea of Mac Jones being the the guy. I, I think he's a stud. I think he'll be a solid quarterback in the league eventually. Um, hopefully later because I'm a Cam fan. I, I got to be a Cam fan. Um, because healthy Cam Newton's the best quarterback athletically out there. Um, he can throw. He can run. He can literally do it all. Even at what thirty one years old, thirty years old. Yeah, I mean, last year you think back to it before he got COVID, he was he was doing really good, but then after he got COVID for some reason, I don't know if it was just the time off or he just got a little rusty. But I mean, he was, he threw only, he only threw eight touchdowns last year. Yeah, that offense was weird. I think he was banged up. I think he was hurt. I think his shoulder was messed up. You could tell when you're when he's throwing his his mechanics were bad. You know, like I don't he's know. never been had the best mechanics when it came to throwing the football, but That's I mean he's, he's just a just physical a natural force arm. and he has a cannon. Yeah, he's always just had a really good arm. Um, you could tell he was babying things though. He's trying to touch it in there and say, like, "Hey man, just throw the ball." But they also at the same point had no receivers. So true. True. What are their weapons this year though? Oh, uh, they got Jonu Smith, Hunter Henry, uh, Nelson Aguilar, Nikhil Harry. Sounds like they got a, a squad. I mean, the two tight ends are damn good. Yeah, they're they're tight ends. They're split. They tight did end just sets. trade. Uh, nice. They traded Sony Michelle to the Rams, which I think is an incredible trade. Um, for like a for fifth the round and a sixth round. For the Rams. Yeah, that's what Sony's I mean. Sony's gonna get there and pop off. That makes my hypothetical bet look great. Exactly. No, I think that was a really good trade for the Rams, and like we were talking about last week, I think that's a really close division, but that might help. That should help. I you mean, know, I, yeah. I mean, when you only have Daryl Henderson because Cam Akers is hurt, you need another guy. I'll tell you what they need to do more. Well, maybe not more, but this is what the Rams need to do. They kind of need to use Sony like they use Todd and you throw to him out of the backfield because the dude can actually catch. The Patriots just never used him. Yeah. I'm um I'm excited about that Rams offense now, dude. I really am. I am very I'm very intrigued by what that, that team's gonna do this year. Oh, me too. I think they're going to be very good, um, as long as Stafford can stay healthy. And that, I mean, we both know that defense is unreal. Yeah, it really is. There's no doubt. Leonard Floyd off the edge, and then Donald up the middle. I mean, that's hard to beat. Oh yeah, it really is. Um, I don't uh, forget Jalen Ramsey too on the dude. On the their edge. defense is stacked. That's the reason you got to put that money on them. Put the money on them, boys. 
The futures are still open. Put the money on them Rams. Outside, hey, low-key dark horse Super Bowl pick, bud. That's great. I guarantee you got good value there. That's for Probably. sure. Probably. I mean, I think everybody's just leaning Chiefs Bucks again. Yeah. Probably. Probably. So I, um, two more notes from NFL preseason I want to talk about. Okay. Did you see the Justin Fields hit? Yes, loved it. Oh my God, he got destroyed. He got his face ruined. ruined. And then ruined. your boy Jay Boo, is he back? I'm letting you. I already literally when is I he going to lead the league in passing I'm, this year? I'm letting you know, dude. I I called it last year with Mac with Mac whatever his name is Mac jo- Jones. Mac, Mac Jones. I said he's a dark horse Heisman candidate. I'm telling you, he's going to come in and slay it. And then and then Jay Boo. I said, right after I heard that he got LASIK, I said, he is going to come in and th- throw darts because now he can literally see now. He can actually see what's on the field Winston. in front of him. Literally, he's doing this on the field. <laughs> how you supposed to, yo, how you supposed to read a defense like this? I don't know. I mean, how did Drew Brees, you know, look through his, the bottom of his thing and still you throw balls? You just can't do it. Um, I'm excited about him though, dude. I'm excited about Jameis. I'm excited about that Saints team, dude. They're gonna they're gonna bring some heat towards the Bucks. I don't want them to, um, but because uh, I'm a Brady guy. But still, um, they're gonna they're gonna bring some energy towards the Bucks, dude. They're gonna be tough. I think the Panthers are gonna be slightly better than people think. I think there'll be a 500 ball club this year. I think they go eight and eight, some of like that, eight and nine, 17 games. You think just because they're getting McCaffrey back and better quarterback? They're gonna have they're gonna have McCaffrey. They're gonna have Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Let's face the facts. He's got a good arm. Uh, if he makes good decisions, a.k.a. check it down to Kirsten McCaffrey every single play, they're going to do just fine. They will yeah. do just fine. If their defense steps up, they're going to do just fine. I, don't, I mean, like I said, I think they're 500 ball club, but I don't think they're a playoff team. But um, they'll, uh, they'll, do, they'll do just fine. Uh, who's the other team in that division? I'm thinking Bucks, Atlanta. Panthers. The Falcons are trash. The Falcons are going to be – this is their wash year, 3-13, and 3-14, new coach. They're going to be bad, and um, that's okay. Play for the pick. Get you a quarterback. Who's the who's the top projected quarterback out of the college football realm this this year? Rattler, JT, somebody like that. All right. Well, Sam, hey, uh, the North Carolina guy. Okay, we'll have a decent year this year. Get you a running back, and then next year throw off because we got to get a better quarterback than those guys. I um, mean, we'll see. I mean, this year is going to be very interesting in college football when it comes to quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I don't I know if there's a younger guy that's even better than those guys, so we'll see. I really, I don't, I can't think of maybe, maybe the kid in Clemson. Well, he's, the, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, he was a top recruit. We'll see. I mean, we'll see week one with him. So yeah, that's true. Who are they playing again? Georgia. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, them dogs. Um, listen How about them. Listen, I'm excited about the NFL. I'm excited about college. I'm excited to watch the games. I'm excited to see what Auburn does. Um, I know in some capacity I'm going to be disappointed, but I can guarantee you, Harson's got a. He's got. He's got something. Something about him. He's well, got something. about I can about tell you him. this. He's if he's on the field coaching right now because Buddy Boy is out with COVID or something. Like oh, that he, right he'll now. be. He's back in on Monday. Is he? Yeah. I mean, good. he got to get that team vaccinated. Nah. Um, I think y'all are like below fifty percent right no, now. We're not even or close. To 50%, Auburn is. Bud. We're not even close. Yeah. Like we're thirty. We're sub. Oh we're sub thirty five percent. I'm pretty sure. I think we're close. I we're close to hundred. I know that. 
Um, like 90 or something. So, yeah, that's happening. Um, I'm just excited to watch football. But more importantly, I'm excited to throw the parlays out there and watch them land all, all year, dude. You mean watch them not land by, like, one game? Dude, that is the, that is me, bro. That is a part. I mean, that's parlay life. That is me every time. I swear. That is parlay life. They never hit. They, they almost hit. You do one game too many, and someone throws a pass for a touchdown and it screws you. And you just flat out hate to see it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you hate to see that for sure. All right, what else we got? We got the big leagues. Yeah, let's talk about a little bit of the MLB. Um, Bravo still five games up, even though we dropped two, finally lost. Um, got on nine-game win streak. You know, I went to one of those Yankees games. Let me tell you what. Frustrates me as a Braves fan, and I know this is just the way it is because the Yankees, they have this massive reach of a fan base. But when it can be that damn loud from opposing fans, that's embarrassing to me. That should never happen at all at home. So It should not sound like the Yankees who are on the road, almost have an advantage because they have that many fans there. Really? Yes. I mean, I don't know if it's just because they're bandwagon. I mean, let's be real. 90% of those people have never been in the state of New York. Yeah. Maybe yeah, 10. I'm, I'm. This is being very generous here. Maybe 10% of Yankees fans have actually been to a Yankees game. Maybe 10%. Yeah. Maybe less true. than that. That's probably true. That's probably true. I'm not a Yankees fan, and I've been to a Yankees game. That's probably true. I've never been. Uh, I aspire to one day, but I've never been. Um, but, I mean, I can tell you what. Stanton, that boy hits the ball so dang hard, it ain't. it's not even funny. Big old kid, huh? I, I'm telling you, he hit a home run in the first inning, or a second inning, one of the two. It was the first. And it got out two seconds. I mean, it was a line shot. 415 feet left center really i mean the dude's just massive and he has just such good pop is he actually hitting now yeah oh i mean he's you know his average isn't great but i mean he hits bombs yeah that's true that's true but i mean the yankees are good um thought the braves got hosed again on a bad call at home uh freddie was safe Second time we should have two more game, two more wins this year. So we got screwed on the Phillies game, and now we got screwed in the Yankees game. Um, what's the point of replay if we can't get it right? You know. Yeah, I heard that was a bad one. It was a very bad one. How do you mess it up? I don't understand. Uh, because it, it's the stupid football rules when it boils down to it. Even though it's clear and obvious on replay for some reason, because the call, I guess, because the call on the field was that he was out, they just didn't overturn it because it wasn't. Super, 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 super clear. I don't know, but it was pretty damn clear to me that he was safe. That's tough, dude. And guess what? We lost that game by one run. It'd be like that, dude. Well, I only had one experience. We actually went to review. It was actually pretty weird. We were playing against LSU during a uh, during a midweek game. It was like a Wednesday game. It right. was a filler game, and uh, we were playing LSU at LSU, and they went up big early. I think they were up like 6-1 to one early. And um, obviously, it was like, damn, this is tough. But, dude, we caught fire like sixth, seventh inning, scored three or four runs, and we were down six to five or something like that, something around those lines. Um, and kid hits the CNI single, go to the plate. So there's a play at the plate. He calls him safe, and they go to review. I'm like, 
what are we doing? Like, no baseball. way. I didn't even know that the review was a thing, especially during a midweek game against a team in the Sun Belt. You know, like, this is bizarre. This would make sense if we were in a regional. So they go to review straight to the box, and I'm on the field like, what in the hell is going on? And um, long story short, they come out, and they, they finalize the call. We end up beating them that game. And that was my only takeaway from review is just like, first off, it makes the game longer. But Absolutely. if you don't get the call right, it is such a salt. It's such a little, it's just such a sprinkle of salt on the wound. You know? Yep. It's oh, trust like, me, I understand. The game is already miserably long. Let's not do this and then make the wrong call still. It's, I can't, I mean, I'd be pissed. Yeah, I'm glad I was, I mean, I was in the stadium when it happened. I mean, it was, it was ridiculous because what's frustrating is, is they put it on the big board like 10 seconds before they call them, call them out. And we, everybody can clearly see it. It's like, Hey, umpires turn around and just look right there. Who cares what new, and then here's the worst part is the replays in New York. Right. So there's always this little conspiracy theory person in my head. That's like, Oh, they want the Yankees to win because they got all the money and they get all the views. Of course. So I, I don't know, man, that this is the second time this year. If we're going to do it, get it right if not let's just live and let live yeah i'm with you um what's your take on the dodgers actually catching up the giants well they got a big big series this weekend huh for us playing the giants so if we can take care of business then they'll be sitting pretty close to the driver's seat won't they i wonder what the future's odds that giants were going to win the division were oh i they had to be way i guarantee they were being picked to uh, finish third behind the padres because the padres had all the hype coming in and look at them they're falling down from grace i mean they're tied i think with the reds reds right now for uh second place in the wild card they're tanking they're tanking for sure they are they're pitching i mean hasn't been that great how many gang how many games are they ahead robert thank you for the share brother appreciate you um, how many games are they ahead of the Braves in the wild card? Oh, I mean, they're right there with us. Let me pull up the standings real quick. Yeah, I don't know what the bay. I don't know what the. Uh, I don't know what the standings are. All I know is that the what is it the uh, NL? We're the NL East, the Braves. Right. So y'all are dude. That division is so weak, but but you say that. But like we're sixty eight and fifty eight, and the record, Padres are sixty eight and sixty. Oh, really? So y'all yeah. are out there in the wild card even if you don't win the division. Exactly. You but probably we're gonna will win the, be. We're going to win the division. Yeah, y'all are locked for the division. Hey, free cash. Free cash. Um, <laughs> took that futures bet. Let's go. Hypothetically, of course, because it's illegal where I'm from. Um, so, uh, without Acuna, y'all are it's up crazy, five right? games. Who's t- who took Acuna's spot? Uh, I guess you're gonna say Jock is Jock is because he took over right field. Okay, that, that's that's true. Who's center? Yeah. Well, I, hold on. Jock and Jock can play center. Rosario is supposed to come back. He's gonna play center, and then Solaire's playing right field right now. Dude, Solaire's a low key pickup, dude. Dude, he's so when he came in, he was hitting 190. He's hitting like 205 right now. I mean, that's to move your average that much. I mean, that's pretty good since a pickup. He's an athlete, dude. He's solid for sure. Trey, what's he up? Can hit, hey, all he takes is one one to run in. You know what I've noticed with him? I don't know if he's had this all year. Dude can he is a very patient hitter. Mm-hmm. He walks more than anybody I've seen. Yeah. What's your take on this uh baseball philosophy with style? 
What is your take on the new way of hitting? Do you like it? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Are you confused? Do you not know enough about it to have an uh, have an opinion? You're talking about launch angle and all that. Yeah, I'm talking about the new style of hitting, not down to the ball, not squash the bug bullshit right. we were raised well, on. That's all bullshit anyways. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're talking about just, you know, f- hitting stuff in the gaps, living in the gaps, you know, trying to hit doubles and singles instead of hitting bombs is essentially what the philosophy you're talking about. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't – the emphasis now is on – hitting home runs but i think some of that is because the pitching is the way it is now uh-huh. that you kind of have to counteract that but i i with the, in the age of the shift i don't get why some guys just can't go against their tendencies and just you know sit on something and hit the ball the other way i know a- it's that hard and that's just what your tendencies are, and the yeah. and the pitching is the way it is. I mean, that's why they throw into it. But yeah. when they don't take advantage and slap it the other way, yeah, it's um a lot of the problem is, and I faced this too because I had a shift on me my last year, rightly so. But um, I had a shift on me my last year. It's not even about approach. So as a hitter, if you have a shift on you, it's because you have a tendency, right? But it's also because they're pitching into it. They're, yeah. they're not. So when when you see extreme pool in the big leagues, you're not just seeing, like, watch the sequences that they're pitching. When you see a Deadpool hitter and you know that they're going to be a big I shift know, on, do. I'm talking to the viewers at this point. Oh. Um, watch, take note of where these pitch locations are going to be. They're going to be middle in, middle in, middle in. And they're rolling the dice and saying, you're not going to hit a home run. You're going to hit a hard ground ball in the, in the four hole and we're going to field it because that's where the shift is. Or you're going to hit one at the middle. Um, so you need to uh, watch that. The shift is so weird, and I hate that it's in the game. Um, but um, I, and I hope we do something about it. But uh, it's not really the hitter. All all of it. It's not right. all hitter. It's a lot pitch location. You can't yeah. inside out a, ba- a baseball with a wooden bat with with At any force. Miles per hour. With any force. Yeah, you're just not doing it. This isn't the old BESR bats. You know, like you right. hit, you get you get fisted with an old hickory in your hand. You're not going to fill your hand for the next quarter of a game. You it's know, like shatter. It's, and if it's cold, if it's in October and it's in the Yankee Stadium, you're out for the game mentally. You're checked mm-hmm. out. You're done. You can't grab the ball. You can't cl- you can't close your glove. You're checked out. You can't you can't play. And if you're out there, you're just pretending. That's literally it. Right. Well, you know what's frustrating for me when getting onto the shift here. Mm-hmm. How many times have you seen a guy hit a damn good like little line drive one hopper up the middle? But there's a second baseman or shortstop right there, just because they're shifted so much a instead lot. of playing normal depth. A lot, but also to their credit, that's what right, they're, they're supposed to do. You know, like that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed right. to defend against the hits. They're supposed right. to and play defense. It's just, it's just so funny because hitters are already at such a disadvantage. Now it's just like any ball that's a hit is just like oh shit. Well, that's the reason that we've we've opted to exclusively launch angle and exclusively exactly. trying to hit for power because if you hit on the ground odds are you're gonna be out yeah you're not getting your tony gwynn's anymore you're not dude tony gwynn probably wouldn't have had that high of an average in the in the day of the shift in there right. the shift they would have figured out his tendency even though he's a phenomenal hitter he could spray the he could spray the ball 100p but it's different than a shift is different than all right i'm gonna throw i'm, I'm gonna i'm just gonna pitch and then they're gonna shift to his tendency a lot of hitters can hit it to both sides of the field. But when you're pitching middle in every at-bat, 
Odds yeah. are the ball is going to be on pool side, so you're going to play pool side. You know, so Very true. it's it's the shift is tough, dude. The shift is tough, and um, I need that out of the game asap. But the launch yeah. angle, I love, I love it. You really do. I love it. Now, here's my question: is is like, does all is this a trickle down effect? Does this go down into, or are in the minors? Are they shifting like this? I mean, that's a question we could ask Reggie. Yes. Um, are they? They're shifting are, at, like this at South Alabama. I was going to ask, is this going down to college? Is this going down to travel ball? Is this going down to high school and m- little league? Like all this kind of stuff. Or is, right. is this all a trickle down effect? And it's, again, it's like, I think this is kind of like football. Mm-hmm. I think some things always revert back to the mean. I think you take some stuff to the extreme. Like right now in football, what is it? What is the NFL? It's a passing league. It, because yeah. what did ha- what happened in college? It spread out, yep. became a passing. It's just what it happened. And that transformed, and yeah. I got a feeling eventually we're going to come back to a how do you beat a, a, these defenses because they're going to be so small and fast. How do you counteract that power run game? Yeah. So I can see this come same thing with baseball. All right, well, the the how do you counteract the shift? How do you go back from hitting bombs where you got outfielders just sitting on the fence? Well, all right, we just hit singles. I think that it's just everything reverts back to the mean. It just swings. I think we're in just the middle of one of those swings and have been for a little bit now. Yeah, I don't disagree. I, I just think I think there needs to be a little bit of legislation put in when it comes to when it comes to yeah. the shift. Uh, I think we need to switch that up. But you know me, dude. I'm progressive as it gets when it comes to baseball. You are. You I are when it comes I to need, baseball. I want things I, to change, bro, because I just want to. I want to. Me personally, I want to be interested in baseball again, and I'm just not. I'm not interested in it. I don't aspire to watch it. I don't care to unless I'm in Truist Park. You know, with the homies getting drunk off shandies, I don't give a shit about baseball. I really don't. I'll tell you this. The product when you're at the game is a lot different than the product on the TV. Oh, 100%. And and there can be different ways to go about. And this can come from a broadcast standpoint. Yeah. It's not all just on, you know, the game. I think they're trying to do too much at one time like uh, Manfred is. He's trying to change too much. Do a few things. Try to get some young blood in the broadcast booths who make the game fun just from an, a, a broadcasting standpoint, yeah. you know? The way you deliver a product can make it completely different. How fun would it be if base, if the MLB gave rights of recording of broadcast to Barstool? Oh, that'd be awesome. With Dallas Braden and other guy. I mean, that'd be great, but at the same time, are you going to allow them to cuss and do all that stuff? Well, because that would be awesome. If Barstool runs a show, then yeah. you, can't, you can't say no. You know, like, but if also, it's I can promise you that yeah. would get more viewership. Probably. I mean, know? it'd be more entertaining. Exactly. I agree with you on that front, too. There's Obviously, they got good voices. The color commentators, they, they do it for a living. They're great at it, but at the end of the day, it's the same shit I've heard since I was seven years old. You know, like, Yeah, they still have the same cheesy cliches. It's like, let's get some new guys in here who know the game, but make it fun. Yeah. You know, it's I, like it's, the Pat McAfee when he gets into a booth for exactly. football. It's like it's electric. You know something hilarious electric. is going to happen. Exactly. It's just more fun to actually watch. And it, it, it grabs your attention, not just from a sports standpoint. Yeah, there's, you know, lulls in the game when it comes to baseball. But if you actually understand it, get some insight, maybe have some more play interaction during the broadcast, you know? Yeah, I um, I don't know. I'm just turn- I'm so put off by baseball. 
I just look at the standings weekly because I know you love it, and I know that I have futures on it hypothetically. But um, I don't watch the games for real. Um, I really don't. Well, let's be honest here. I only watch the Braves. It's true. This is true. It's it's a regional sport. It is what it is. Well, it's also um, borderline it's impossible to watch the Dodgers. They they're it is. The, the ninth inning starts in in at twelve thirty. Yeah, you feel Logan's pain right now. It's like yeah, that's just uh, super true. It's just like um, it's like Pac twelve games. You can't watch them. Oh yeah, I mean it's uh, what was it Pac after dark or something like yeah, that? Yeah, everybody's just drunk and and ready to go to sleep by the time the Pac twelve. I'm starts. not gonna lie, I love those games because when I would go out, they were on TV. You'd have football on for at least an hour. That's true. That I always enjoyed true. that. And I, then you made some reckless bets while you're sitting there. That's also live true. bets. Very very true on both counts. Um, I uh, I don't know. I'm. I, I'm glad that the Braves are doing well. It's a bummer that Acuna is out because, listen, every flame dies, dude. And I'm I'm bummed out because the Braves, they're due for a, die, a little. And um, it's just a matter of when. And I hope it's not in the – I hope, actually, personally, for personal reasons, I hope it's in the postseason. But, um, but f- for the little spark inside me that's a Braves fan, I, um, I hope it's in the season and they can, and they can catch their stride again. Because yeah, they're they're think, they're too hot right now. I think if we can get through, we gotta. The thing is, right now, it's. I mean, they had a they had Max Freed hit a walk off. You know, like we have had. That's that. how hot the Braves are. They have pitchers hitting walk off on or, or doubles or sit and sit. So like, it's just uh, they're they're scorching hot and they're gonna cool off and that makes me frown. Yeah, I mean, we just lost two in a row. Um, got true. a really hard challenge with heat the Giants. Check, coming hey, big town. heat check, big heat check with the Giants and the Yankees back to back. It's a good measuring stick here. You know, hey, put your put your stuff on the table and let's see what you got. You know, and it's funny because I see the Phillies fans are like, "Oh, they finally get the they have to play somebody." Well, you just got swept by the damn Diamondbacks. So I don't even, just sit down and shut. Did the fuck they up. really? Yeah, the Diamondbacks Ooh. got after that ass. Did they? Yeah, the Diamondbacks really got after Philly, and the Mets are just terrible at this point. So. They have the worst lineup in the country. Yeah, I mean, Degrom's done for the season. He's done, and I think Kershaw might be the same way. I think he has the same thing. Really? Yeah. Well, the good, some little forum thing. Good thing the Dodgers have five All Stars in the rotation, so it doesn't really matter. Hey, I mean, yeah, they got Scherzer. So. He was their fourth best starter anyway, so they're fine. Yeah. Um, I uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited to see the Dodgers win the World Series because I doubled down on that, and then I'm excited that for the Braves to win their division because I'm a futures guru. Yeah, I mean. Let's hope we can do it. If we can do it without Acuna, I mean, hats off to the front office for making the moves that they did at the time they did, and shout out to the guys for actually getting hot. I mean, it's just been a matter of time this year yeah, of sure. us actually going on a run like that because we haven't done it all year. We, you know, we win, lose, win, lose, win, win, lose, 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 win, 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 lose, 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 lose. It's just yeah. shout out to them for finally putting it together a little bit and see what you got against the, the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Padres these last few series here. And handle your business against the Baltimores of the world, the Nationals, the um, the Diamondbacks. And, hey, when you play the Phillies and the Mets at the end of the season, give it to them. That's the, all right, so that's the most important games is what I've come to learn in Those baseball. last six series or six games this year are the most important games. My, my in, terms of, in terms of winning, in terms of taking and going about what you need to go about, you got to win the games you're supposed to win. Yep. The games that you're not supposed to win or the fringe games, that's fine. You win a few of those, exactly. you're fine. Because as long as you win the games that you're supposed to win, 
you're going to the postseason. And in those fringe games, don't get swept. Exactly. Try to win the series. Give me, give me take Can't. one. Take one okay. minimum. Take one minimum. Keep it moving. Take yeah. your losses. Baseball, that's just the way it is. So It's a game of series. That's the truth. That's the truth. Like, the Braves really need to come back and win two this weekend. They need to win Friday, and they need to win Saturday. Yeah. They need to. It is what it is. They, they, they have to do that. Yeah, they really do. Let's look into uh, – let's transition into the last segment, which is my favorite segment and the longest segment. We're going to look into uh, some of the lines coming up for these coming these coming weeks for the, uh, for the football games. And um, we're going to dive into them. Uh, are we counting this week or no? Uh, no, it's week zero. We don't have to count this one. This is a – Weird week, so we don't need to count this one. But I do have some of the lines on my side pulled up, too. Yeah, I got um. Start off with the first game, Nebraska-Illinois. Yeah, Nebraska-Illinois. I got my line at 7. It is minus 7 in favor of Nebraska. I have no insight on this game at all. It is a nooner. It's a nooner on this Saturday. and um, Nooner for you. I I would be shocked if they hit the total. Yeah, um, I'm leaning Illinois on this one. Okay. Solely based off their performance last year. Um, they gave everything they could to Ohio State last year and almost got them. Yeah, it's true. Um, so I'm going Illinois here. Nebraska is just not good. Uh, and I just I, I have to go with Illinois, and that's just based off what they did last year. I'm, I, I'm, I'm with you. Um, I don't disagree. Nebraska just... Just like Auburn, let's they just, just perpetually hey, let's just let say you this. down. They beat Nebraska last year, forty-one to twenty-three, in November. Really? Yep. What is Illinois was a good football is, team last then year? And what do they know that we don't? I think they're just. Again, here we are at the beginning of the year. Yeah. It's hard to know. Um, I think they're leaning on it being Scott Frost and Martinez coming back at quarterback. It's the only thing I can think of. Martinez is a guy that'll disappoint you every year. There's no doubt yeah. about that. The next game, we got 1 p.m. Central, so we're going hour per hour here on the early slots. Connecticut, Fresno State. Fresno State being the favorite by 27 and a half points. This is a gigantic line against uh, with two teams that are pretty irrelevant. Right. What do you? What is your take on that? I think Connecticut's going to be a lock just because I don't even know if there's that many points going to be scored. I'm taking the under on this one. I, I think it's what, like 62 and a half or something like that, 63, right? 63, yeah. Moved up. Here's my take on this Connecticut is historically one of the worst football teams in the country. <laughs> gang, gang. They do not score points. Do you think Fresno is going to go out there and put up 50? If they do, they're really going to hit that spread. Yeah. They're so, so confident that Fresno wins, they're minus 5,000. Fresno is a better program historically. Yeah. I don't know much about them. Me either, bud. But I'm going to say Connecticut sucks. Yeah. Just like they do every other year. Based off and their that office line, is going to be terrible. Horrendous. So I'm going to take the under there. Okay. Next game, we got Hawaii at UCLA. It's at US- UCLA. It's our first ESPN game of the year. 230 Central. It's Hawaii, UCLA. UCLA being the favorite by 17 and a half points. What's the over under? 68 and a half. I want to say take the under here, and here's my reasoning why. Sorry, camera cut out on me. Um, Here's my reasoning why. What always comes out of camp when when you, you know, what is always heard, the defense is ahead of the offense, right? Always. 
that's the only reason I'm going to take the under here. I mean, Just because I don't know anything about Hawaii. I, I, I mean, that's a really big line for UCLA. Um, and it is Chip Kelly. Their offense is usually pretty damn good, uh, or at least well, his offenses have. They've sputtered since he's Hawaii's been there. Hawaii's offense but, is typically electric, too. So, I mean, I don't – I think – I, I'm going to take the under just because I, I've got to assume the defenses are going to be ahead of this offense here. Well, with a number like 68, you just got to think, okay, all it takes is one quarter, one slow quarter, and it's not hitting. Right. You know? You like, just got to hope it's not a 35 to 35 game. At half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, that. that's because we've seen that. You've seen you've seen the 42-21s at half, honestly, which is right. outrageous. But, um, uh. 68's a big number first week one because literally one slow feeler first quarter and it's chalked. Exactly. It's chalked. You get through that scripted drive for both teams, it'll be interesting. If it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, if it doesn't, if those scripted drives do not pan out, if they go two first downs and cue it, mm-hmm. then that sets the tone for the entire game and the live line's going to not go down to 48 right. immediately, you know? Um, yep. I, I like the under on the total as well. 68 so many points week one, dude. It is. So many points. That's crazy. Um, I honestly think Hawaii keeps it within two touchdowns as well. Uh, UTEP at at New Mexico State. Um, UTEP being the favorite. I don't give a shit about this game at all. Um, but it's 59.5 as the total. I'm going to roll the dice. And I'm going to go with the home, home team. Uh, with a with a home dog, I'm going with a home dog. They're gonna keep it close. They're gonna come within a touchdown late, plus ten. New Mexico State. I, I honestly, I wouldn't actually put money on this one. Um, I have no idea about my money's team. never going on a game like this. Right? No, I would never put money on this type of game. So, uh, I had to choose. I mean, I again, these are just two teams I don't know any anything of. Um, 59, 59 and a half. Home dog. I just take UTEP minus 10. I mean, it just seems like the easiest bet, safe bet on that one. You think? Yeah. I mean, we're not going to count this, obviously. I would not touch this with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, me um, So, I I, I mean, I, I just lean UTEP just because they're the favorite on it. I have no reasoning behind it other than that. I'm going to look and see well, how much money I would win on a parlay with nothing but the favorites. <laughs> spreads or you know money lines exclusively you know, money, money lines, lines on this gets crazy oh uh, money lines they won't they won't even let you pick the big ones yeah that's tragic never mind we're not doing a hypothetical there we're back in college football mode maybe you can't bet those that's true that's true that's true um yeah i um that is that is our that's our first week guys that's week zero Really, the only interesting game is going to be the Nebraska game. If we're being entirely, honest. maybe Hawaii, maybe Hawaii slips up and, and messes around and gets a dub. That would be tight. That would be awesome. That'd be super cool. That'd be a good highlight. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty standard issue week, though. I think the favorites yeah. going to win. Um, and uh, I think except it's for that a- Nebraska game, I really do think Illinois is going to come out and stomp them. Really, I do like that Illinois plus seven. I do. I, I mean, what does Vegas know that we don't know? I don't know. Something. I'll tell you that. Obviously, I mean, Vegas is typically right, but... They know something. Looking at what Illinois did last year, unless they lost a lot, I mean, yeah. that's a very good chance they were a senior-led team or something along those lines. But at the same time, if they were a senior-led team, a lot of those guys probably didn't go to the NFL, and they got a year of eligibility back, so they could be back. It's true. It's true. Very, very true, very true. 
Um, that's it for the lines, dude. That is it for the yeah. lines. Um, what are the standings? Let me look at the standings real quick for the MLB, and then we'll wrap it up. Cool. Uh, let's. I want one more take from you. Do it. Hit me with it. The Jake Paul, uh, well, just pretty much Jake Paul calling my, uh, comparing Miles Garrett to Nate Robinson. Yeah, in summary, this this asset came out and said um, Nate Robinson already came out and tried to be the athlete that came over to box and look what happened. Nate Robinson's five foot nine, and Miles Garrett Robinson's like five seven. Miles Garrett's six four two seventy. Yeah, he's so he's a massive human being. So those are two different sized fellas, you know. Even if you do hit him in the face, he's gonna laugh. He's just gonna wear it. Can you even reach his face? How do you chop that tree down if you're anybody lesser of a man in terms of stature? You know, the only way you are is if you are as big as him and you actually know how to fight. Dude. I'm sorry, Jake is what one ninety. Yeah, maybe? He's, he's six foot one ninety, six one one ninety. He ain't touching that guy. He's a small I don't guy. care how hard you can punch. Um, just because you've knocked out Nate Robinson, congrats. Um, and Ben Askren, who honestly probably took a fall. Literally, Ben Askren just got he just signed up for a check. Yeah, let's see what let's see what you can do against Tyron Woodley before you start mouthing off against Miles Garrett. But again, this guy's pretty damn good at drumming up stuff, and he had a big old scrum at one of his at the weigh-in today. So um, these guys know how to sell their fights. Tyron Woodley. It's going to be interesting. I'm not going to watch a single watch round it. of the fight, but I will watch the highlights on Twitter. I would love to see Tyron just absolutely starch him. Yeah, I think a lot of that's the only reason people want to see it. Plus, there's the Jake Paul fans. Um, I mean, it, either way, I don't really care when it boils down to it. It's boxing. Boxing's dead. That's true. It's UFC a, it's is a such a better art. product. They just art. need to pay their fighters. They don't. That's another thing that they don't do. That's true. And that's why Woodley's fighting this fight. Yeah, I um that and I think the fighting community is just done with this and wants somebody to start this guy and so it can be over and done with. I mean, once he loses, it's it's dead. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. There's no doubt. I hope he works his way up to a legit like striker. It would be nice if he actually fought he like fought, real boxers. If he fought a legitimate striker, not even a boxer. Give me give me a give me a UFC fighter that can strike. Um, that would be sick. That's that's what Woodley's supposed to be. So Woodley we'll see. Can, I've watched Woodley get hands. his butt whooped. He can throw hands, but he's a wrestler. Yeah, I mean, I've watched Woodley get his ass kicked. He can he can punch. Now he's got some good hands. He's strong, but he's a wrestler when it comes. To yeah, it'd be nice if we can get Usman in there and just let him do his thing. Imagine. Um, can't that dude can throw? No doubt. We're gonna wrap it up here with uh, the standings. I'm gonna fill you guys in on what the update is on the MLB. On this Thursday, Friday for you guys on post production. Thursday for you guys listening live. Thank you guys for being here. Even if you dropped in a little bit live. Um, if you're watching the live or the post production of the live stream, thank you guys for hanging out with us as well. Um, Major League Baseball, the AL standings, the Central's all but locked up. White Sox are nine and a half up. That's a pretty much a lock on the series there, to be entirely honest with you. It is. Um, the Rays are four and a half ahead of the Yankees. I wouldn't be shocked if the Yankees came back. Their their last ten, they're ten and zero. The Rays are eight and two though. So yeah, I mean the Rays just keep winning. They just so. keep winning ball games. They're they they remind me a lot of the Giants. They're the AL Giants. That's how I feel. They are. Um, they're gonna get put out in the first round for sure. What um? You say that, but they won the World Series last year. That's true. Damn. That's true. That's something I need to think about. Don't. I I might have been a hot take on me. Um. West, AL West, the Astros are up by five games 
Looks like the Athletics really cooled off. Um, the Mariners are just scorching hot, though, which is really weird to say out loud. They're 69 and 58. What the hell? They're, shout out, Shed. Shout out, Shed Long. What up, brother? My dog. Um, but the Astros, I think they're going to win that one out as well. That puts the wild card at Yankees and Orioles. Or Yankees, Red Sox. Yeah, that's what it is right now. It'll be interesting to see how that one shakes up. Yeah, Yankees, Red Sox. And then for the uh, National League, uh, the Brewers have all but locked that up in the Central. Yep. The Braves that's are, who I'm expecting to play first round. The Braves are five games ahead. Not locked up at all. I will say that I've seen the Braves play this year. They, they'll lose now out of nowhere for a little while. So, yeah, um, but so will those other teams. They, uh, but the like Mets I said, are, they just, I think the, the Mets Phillies are chalked. just drop some. I think the Mets are chalked. The Phillies are okay. If they, the Phillies get hot, though, they're a decent team, man. Um, I just really hope the Braves went out for Let me tell you about the Phillies, though. The last three times that Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler have pitched their best pitchers, they're 0-6. That's an interesting stat. Yep. Unlikely, for sure. Um, Wild card. Wait, no. Giants are leading the division. Sorry, I didn't make it the West. In a West, the Giants are two and a half games ahead of the Dodgers. I'll be shocked if the Dodgers don't end up taking over. Um, the the Giants um, long run. Um, regardless of the Giants are going to be a wild card. They have 82 wins. That's incredible. That's literally one of those two teams is winning, and the have, other ones. They're wild 12 card. games. They have 12 more wins than the Braves. Like right. that's insane. So um, uh, it's either the Dodgers or the Giants have a wild card spot, and then it's a dog fight for the wild card. The second wild card spot right now is between the Pods. And uh, Cincinnati, right? Cincy and Cardinals are right behind them, and the Phillies are a game behind the Cardinals. So that's pretty much it. Um, everybody else is kind of out of the fight, unless they really catch absolute fire. Um, but that wraps it up, dude. We got um, we have a few locks in the MLB standings, pretty much already. Let's be honest. But um, hey, another good podcast, dude. Had a blast. Hey, hey, let's just talk about one thing. I am so excited for next week's podcast. Yes. And dude. just next week in general. Yes. Because next week, we'll probably be live streaming during one of these games. Like, I think Tennessee might kick off at 6.30. Um, they they play Thursday night. It's, you know, one of those crap games. But we, hey, college football is back next week. Hey, I am so excited. I can't wait to look at all these games. Then the week after, recap everything. Hopefully, I'm in a good mood, and we come back with a dub. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a great great to be back next week. It really it's is gonna be so nice. It really getting is. back to our roots of what we started this as. You know, we always try to mix in some of these obscure stories, like um, this Jake Paul stuff. I mean, it's still sports related, but when it boils down to it, we started this during college football season. That's what we do. And that's what we love. It's a lot of fun talking about it. It's, I love it. It's my favorite, favorite time of the year. We're talking, Hey, this fall guys, we're talking fantasy. We're talking college football. We're talking NFL. We're talking postseason for the baseball. We're talking the start of the NBA season. There's so much good things going on in the fall for us for this podcast. Um, I'm glad we're doing it live. Thank you guys for joining us for this podcast guys. Um, Hey, if you got any questions, let us know. Um, you got any criticism, let us know. Let us know how, how the stream quality is. We we want you guys to be interactive with the stream. Uh, drop a comment if you have a if you have a comment if you have a topic you want us to dabble in because you think it's gonna be funny. Let us know, dude. We'll talk about it. Absolutely, we'll talk about it on the fly. 
100%. Yep. Let your friends know too if you enjoy it. Um, we'll get this, we're, we're going to start getting this thing out there a little bit more. Yep. Um, just because I think we need to figure out a way to get on the Instagram. And you know what? I'm going to start chopping up these uh, live streams and putting little clips out on the inst- on the IG. So go follow the IG. 100%. Let's do that. Guys, if you, if you, if you enjoy the stream, if you want to support us, shoot us a dono, shoot us a sub, shoot us a like, shoot us a share, shoot us a review, shoot us a subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, but really, really, we really appreciate y'all. We've got over 15K downloads. It's actually insane. Um, we're doing nothing but growing. And uh, let's keep pushing it, man. Let's keep pushing the envelope. And thank you guys for hanging out with us, man. We're done here. I'm going to end the stream. I'm probably going to go live in another 30 to 40 minutes. We're going to play some, uh, probably going to play some more Apex, guys. I'm, I'm gold one. So I might play with a few buddies back home. And uh, I'm excited about it, guys. But thank you guys for hanging out with us. We're going to hop off. GG's. And um, I'll be back live here shortly after a, probably a quick snack, dude. Ryan, you got anything else? Nah, man. Y'all have a great weekend. I'm going to play three days of golf. Oh, dude. That sounds like a silly goose time. All right, guys. Peace.